We bring in Coach uh, David Patrick, uh, Sac State Hornets. D-P. First, before we before we ask What's Coach, up? yo, hey, you got come on, Coach, you got to be happy. Like you 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 close oh, out yeah. you close out twenty twenty two with a win, uh, and you got get a get a nice little dub to start twenty twenty three in conference play. That was awesome, man. Good win and um, good comeback win, man. It was like a forty to ten run or something. Yeah, yeah, forty to nine. Yeah, I'm always I'm always curious how coaches like yourself feel about that because y'all were down fifteen, and I'm sure there's (laughs) okay. So what do you focus on the next day? Like, hey, how the hell did we get down fifteen? Or 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 do you spend some time on talking about what they did right to 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 get you guys that dub? You know, I just talked about, like, it's kind of, you know, I keep harping on defense and rebound, and we were doing that. I just knew at some point the ball was going to drop. So I really wasn't as, as stressed about that. You know, if we weren't defending and all that kind of stuff, we'd be like, oh, man, what the heck's going to happen? But I did talk about the slow starts because it's been an issue the last three or four games. You can't – you can maybe do it at home. You can't do that on the road. Yeah. Coach, do you um, – I know when I was coaching in, in high school, and I kind of do it now. The kids are a little younger. I, I still do it. But – um, I I always talk about, man, the time for teaching and the time for being critical of what you guys did or didn't do in a game, there's a time for that. After the game, I made sure we came in that locker room and I'd do the Jim Harbaugh slap hands. Hey, slap, we just won. I don't care how ugly it looks. I don't care, you know, what it – we won the game. And this is what you play for. And there's so many times when you're going to lose, when you're going to play well and you'll lose the game. And there aren't no slapping hands. Celebrate the wins, man. Are you more like that, that or are you, like, still like, ah, oh, we won, but we didn't do this and that? No, no, no. I'm celebrating the wins. That night I'm celebrating, and then, you know, the next day we'll figure out where we can get better. No, yeah. I'm celebrating heavy, especially yeah. on New Year's Eve. I love Coach. Coach was like, yeah, that night, that night I'm celebrating. Next day of practice, that's week. the ass, though. <laughs> We're going, that's, that's it right there. We're we, we, we going to talk about it. So it's a, it's a strong start to league play. So the, the the discussion you walked in on, uh, one one other quick question about, about practice today. Given, you know, what happened on national television last night, and I know I know you tweeted about that, was it a, a, a normal practice for you? Did, 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 did you start off talking to your players? Were you, I, I assume you guys, you know, your players were talking about it this morning. You know what's crazy? I mean, I, I I mentioned it. You know, I talked about it, like how 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 we got to cherish, you know, practice and cherish cherish all those opportunities because you know practice can be a drag if you're if you're a player mm-hmm. or, or the games and whatnot. And then when you when you see something like that happen, you, you you're like, my, man, I'm just privileged to to be alive and breathing and have the opportunity to to be out there and practice. So we we, we address it. You know, uh, you you'll be shocked though, man. These these kids don't always watch. They don't even watch the NBA sometimes. They're on those dang video games. So mm-hmm. some of them don't even know what's going on unless it's something they saw on Twitter, you know? And so um, I, I address, we, we, we talk about real life matters daily in practice though. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, you look at something like practice and you still like, you don't, I'm not using it as a motivational tool, but man, enjoy a practice. You know, I'm, I'm 39 years old coach and I, I love to have practice, right? Like I'd love to, that's what I missed, right? Like, obviously, I missed the games. But, you know, you're in practice for 90% of the time that you're a part of a team. And that's where you grow and you learn things and stuff like that. And being in the midst of it, uh, yeah, you know, you hate, all right, it's a drag to go to practice. But moments like that, you realize at any given moment, practice, let alone the games, could be taken away from you. No, it can be gone, man. And when we went to Hawaii, you know, uh, you know, those guys weren't worried about winning and losing last night. They were worried about their about their brother and all of us watching were more worried about the the guy than any playoff implications, whatever else people were talking about. And so um, you could really see that, you know, from those grown men, how they, how they, you know, are acting towards their teammate, the, the brotherhood. And that's what this is about, you know, the yeah. journey. And so I'm hopeful. I don't know what's happened while I've been in practice. I'm hopeful that young man has, has, has pulled through. I don't know what state he's in now, but, you know, we all pray for him. Uh, we still have no updates, Coach, uh, and we've promised we'll, we'll pass them along the second we get them. It's also normal to not have any updates uh, at this point, given uh, what he went through 
uh, last night. I do, you know, as we transition, sneaky love, how much Coach hates video games. He hates video <laughs> games. He hates phones. If he could destroy all of them for an entire basketball season, he would. Because if we just strung together the amount of times Coach said something about video games or a phone, oh, man. Hey, we, that's, we, uh, and I was the same way, but that's all they do is they get on the sticks, man. That's what they do. You watch man. the shows. They go back to the room, and they on the sticks. That's what they do. No, because I'd be like, man, do you know if Gianni got a brother? They'd be like, no, nah, but I know he's good on that 2K. I'm like, hey, what <laughs> You know, like, like, so you know, that's the part of driving me nuts. Like, they, so, don't, they so, don't interact like we used to. <laughs> so in an effort to stall out some of these players, my nephew used to be, like, a real big Madden player when he was young. And I'm talking, like, 11, like, 12, right? Mm-hmm. He knew plays that teams would run in games because of what he saw on the video game. Coach, this is just a different form of learning the game. <laughs> there you go. That's that's. that's that's straight. It's better than shooting dice, I guess what I was saying. So it's probably better than, better, better than that. They can't, they can't do that anymore. That's against the rules. We're going to cut Coach off right there. He might be telling on himself. Oh, no, we can get in trouble for that. Um, the discussion you walked in on was obviously the amazing performance from Donovan Mitchell, which your players probably didn't see. Oh, no, so, no, no clue. No clue. I, I tweeted him that, though. I showed him that. I tweeted him that. Yeah. Do you think someone could get 100? Man, I, I probably. See, I don't think so. Coach. Probably. I don't, you don't think, think so. so th- what are you, 71? He's still 30 away. He contributed for what, 90 points? 99. Was it 99. Yeah. You, 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 you shoot half of those shots instead of passing it, you get fouled. I, I mean, I don't I don't know. I never thought anybody could get more than, I mean, that's a lot of points. 70. That, the, 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 and it wasn't a Devin Booker 70. It was no, a real no, it was 70. A, it was the real deal. The thing that can that makes me think that maybe they could, I still don't think so. I'm gonna still go with no, but it's the three point shot, right? That's a game changer. Yeah, um, possessions of the game, so right, many more now. Right, exactly. And there's there's just so more uh, up and down. The shot making from these guys today is is insane. But I still look at Donovan and Kobe, and I'm in awe in what they did. And they're still 20 and 30 points away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're still that far away. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So I, I just know. think these analytic guys and everything else. Like I never thought scores would be in the one fifties like they are now. You know right. now, or people are making twenty, thirty threes a game. That's a lot of threes people make nowadays. Right. You know. Um, I say the king. I, I talk about the kings. I got a stat where I say I need at least thirteen threes, twelve, thirteen threes made. <laughs> made. <laughs> made. Yeah. Like that's a crazy that's number. Thirteen three shot was like they kill you for that. You know. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, it's always fun to go back and look at the uh, like basketball reference pages of Larry Bird, who's the greatest three point shooter of all time, averaged like less than one three per game. Like it's yeah. just yeah. crazy how, how and they'd go crazy the when they made oh yeah. burn it a three oh just walk around with his yeah, yeah. with his hand up in there. I'm, I'm, I'm that dude. I love it. I'm that dude. Uh, Coach, y'all hit the road uh, for a couple of conference games this week. I, I, I got to imagine you guys have you know built a little confidence over the last two games in in, in you know getting you, you got these wins at home. Like how, how you guys how you feel hitting the road here for a couple? You know, I think we got their attention pretty good these last yesterday and today, just because our last road game wasn't the best. You know, against Fullerton, so it was like you know we won a few games in a row and we got we got handled it at Fullerton, just trying to make sure that that's not happens, you know, when we go in this first league game uh, up at Idaho, uh, who are good. You know, you can look at their record and think they're not great, but they beat Pacific. They they beat, beat Northern Illinois by 40 at their place. Uh, they only lost to Long Beach by a couple points at their place. So we got a good good test on Thursday, and then obviously Saturday, and I don't want to look past Thursday, we play Eastern Washington, who's leading our league. And so it's a tough road swing, um, and hopefully we take some momentum from Saturday and put that into play on Thursday night. Hey, man, the Hornets are eight and six. Years <laughs> mm-hmm. we're getting into that. Like, I'm not going to sneeze at that, man. That's, you, you had a little bit of a gauntlet going through that uh, preseason schedule. You on made it out. Yeah, yeah, on the road a lot. Made it out, you know, above 500 and, and a big win to start the league play, man. So 
You got them going, Coach. There was a lot of hype going into the season. I know I contribute to a lot of it because I was excited. But so far, man, you guys are, are, are answering all that. And I know you guys keep climbing for more. But you, you guys, I don't, I'm not going to sneeze at 8-6 and six right now, man. You guys are doing your thing. No, yeah. If you, when I got the job, if you told me what I'd take, eight and six, I'd take it, wouldn't even play the games, you know? So, so, but now that I've been around this group, you know, I, there's more, there's, there's more in store for the, for this group. And I, and I really believe that the way they've played and um, the games we've competed against, you know, and uh, we're going to get everybody's best shot. You know, we had a little skirmish there against Portland state, but that's, that's, that's Told you that was the rivalry. You. I said it. I said it. That's the rivalry. Them, them, them damn. Uh, what are they again? I forgot what they are. Damn Portland State. Bla- they're not the Blazers. What are they? It didn't help that you clipped this from the show and, and sent it to all of the Portland State players on social media. It didn't help. You're trying to instigate stuff. Over. I know you want a rivalry, man, but calm down. Coach, good luck, man. Go, 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 go get them boys in uh, Idaho and Eastern Washington, man. We'll be, we'll be locked in. I appreciate you guys, man. Take Pre- care, appreciate coach. you, Coach. All right, it's Coach David the Patrick right That's there. That's what they are, the Vikings. Sex, David. Damn Vikings. <laughs> Throw the records out the window when the Vikings <laughs> and Hornets lock up. Uh, I want to read this article because that's what we do here on the show. We just read the whole article. <laughs> I was about to say, damn. We got two, we got three well, minutes. Well, the well the headline says uh, ESPN stands by reporting that five minute warm up game resuming was discussed. Um, write up says ESPN on Tuesday stood by Joe Buck's reporting that the NFL told the Bills and the Bengals they had five minutes to warm up before resuming play uh, after Demar Hamlin collapsed on the field. You know that. You know I would like I said. Maybe it's stalling them out, and and it would a hundred percent be the wrong okay. thing to do. He, here's here's what I was looking for. Buck told the New York Post. Buck told the New York Post that the information about the five minute warm up period came directly from ESPN's rules expert John Perry, mm. who was in direct communication with the league. Mm. There was constant communication in real time between ESPN and league and game officials, the network said in a statement. As a result of that, we reported that we were told in the moment and immediately updated fans as new information was learned. This was an unprecedented, rapidly evolving situation. So the, so the most important line out of, out of this is Joe Buck told the New York Post that the information about the five-minute warm-up period came directly from ESPN rules expert John Perry, who was in direct communication with the league. Mm. <clears throat> okay. So, I mean, and that's that's one of that, those things, like I said. That changes. Like, like I said earlier, though, they would have been dead wrong to <clears throat> keep playing that game or make those guys play that game. As an outsider who is disturbed by a lot of things that happen, nobody's fault, but like broken legs and, you know, and spinal injuries and concussions. I could see where somebody's like, well, they played through that stuff. Yeah. So why wouldn't it? I would. So, somebody else needs to be in the room to be like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. This isn't that stuff. They cannot play through this. Check yourself. We need to do something different. But I, like I said, then, so I don't know. <clears throat> All right, let, let let's let's step out. Uh, we'll come back. Jason Jones. An hour from now, we got tickets to Uriah Favors Night of Champions as well. That's all coming up here. Uh, on Sacramento Sports Leaders, Steelo with KC on ESPN 1320. Steelo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Speaking of, uh, for those watching on YouTube, Twitch, and, and, and Facebook Live, shout out to everybody who made the New Year's resolution to to get in shape and, and go work out. I know a lot of regular gym goers like to tell jokes and be funny at the start of the new year because mm-hmm. the gym is so full and, you, you know, all these people will be weeded out by February. They ain't going to be here by February, bro. I'm dedicated. Stick to it, man. I'm with it. Just stick you know to me, it. Work, I'm one of those people. Shake those people off, man. And Not one of the gym people. One of the people that start at the top. You know, I start. I like to start at the beginning, right, whether the beginning of the week year, month, whatever. You're a start on Monday guy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. So yeah, I'm one of those guys. I'm back at it. I got a 
you know, I've already done. And there's little... nothing wrong with that, by the way. Stick to it. Like yeah. everybody who started that gym and took those uh, started at gyms or or Pelotons or Tonals or whatever, you know, home fitness, whatever your vibe is. Yo, stick to it and 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 grind it out. It's going to yeah, get man. tough, man. But I always tell people if you if you could get through the first four weeks of of training and and eating, it gets a little bit easier after that. The first four weeks are tough. Your body's changing, your appetite's changing, you get headaches, like you kind of you get soreness. You have to work through those because if you quit and you start again, you're just going to go through that again. Get this tough period out of the way, man, and 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 you'll be happy you did it a month from now. Come on, baby, I'm eating better. Uh, and one of the things, the crazy thing with me is uh, one thing that always, always like immediately um, helps me out. Nothing else with the diet. Nothing else. I'll eat the same or whatever. One thing that needs to happen is like I, I can't give up them damn uh, chocolate chip cookies. I'll, I'll work an extra thirty minutes to make sure I can eat them it's chocolate fair. chip cookies. Mm-hmm. But um. One thing that already always immediately shows results is when I give up coffee. Well, <laughs> yes, but that provides for that, that that requires further explanation because people hear you give up coffee and go that doesn't make sense because yeah, you can read I a lot of stuff, of stuff about how coffee is good for you the 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 caffeine in it is good for you like there are elements to coffee that is good for you but the way you drink coffee yeah my coffee's not good for me because it has what in it a bunch of sugar and cream okay. And immediately, like it only takes like two weeks of me not drinking coffee, and I'll be like, man, feeling a little different, I'm a little slimmer around the waist, because all that sugar and cream just sits in my stomach, mm-hmm. just sits there. Yeah. So that's helped out enough. Good for you. Good for you, and good for everybody who started uh, some new journey uh, this week. Dilo and Casey, ride with you, man. We got mm-hmm. your back. We yeah. got your back. Uh, we were reading the article. Um, from the athletic prior to uh, that commercial break about ESPN standing by their reporting on the players have five minutes to warm up uh, last night. The line that has, has gotten our attention the most is Joe Buck told the New York post that the information about the five minute warm up period came directly from ESPN's rules expert, John Perry, who was in direct communication with the league. Now, I, I'm really getting uncomfortable how much it sounds like I'm stalling out the NFL, but that's a really vague description of what happened because it doesn't say that John Perry relayed information from the league to Joe Buck. Mm-hmm. The way I read this is exactly how I heard Troy relay, uh, excuse me, Joe Buck relay it on television. In these instances, this is the rule. It says right there, ESPN rules expert. In these instances, this is the rule. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we'll ever get direct clarification as if the NFL said, yeah, go play. Like you said, we play through concussions and torn ACLs and bones sticking out and all of this different horrific stuff. We play through that. We can play through this. And then it had to be relayed to the league. Wait a minute. This is different. Mm -hmm. That's not what this is. That man's getting CPR on the field, mm-hmm. and that changes everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and let me ask you: Do you think there's anything wrong? Maybe there is. Maybe that's the wrong way to put it. But do you think there's anything wrong with you know this going on? <clears throat> a guy down. Maybe they don't know exactly the extent of what's going on, and they're like, "All right, you know, they're they're taking care of him, you know, but we got to move on and play." And somebody saying, "No, this isn't that. Mm-hmm. Like this is a, this is a Life little bit more than that situation." Yeah. And then them stepping back and saying, "Oh, okay. Well, no, that's- no I don't have a problem with that because you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like if the NFL does not, I mean, we didn't know what was happening at that. We didn't know CPR was happening until Joe Buck said it, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, wait, okay." You knew something was wrong. Something with that many commercial breaks that quickly. You knew yeah. something was off. Yeah. But I, 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 when they came back from the second commercial break, it was like, why is everybody still there? Right. And then once you got the information that he was getting CPR on the field, mm-hmm. that sh- that immediately ends. Because think about the steps you have to go through to give a football player on the field. CPR. Hmm. 
the steps you have to take just for that act to happen. Because it's not like you can move him around and do all that. I'm, I'm, how did they? How did they even do that? Which is probably why it was so. You know, one of the dozens of reasons why it was so scary for those players and friends and teammates that were surrounding him. You know, forming that you know Buffalo Bills human wall last night. I don't fault the league for not knowing. What I what I think we need to know is what was your decision after you knew. When you knew what was going on, what did you decide? And I say that that's what we need to know, and I will say this again. Even if we find out, what does it matter? The pitchforks are already out. If you're already angry at the NFL, go ahead. Stay angry at the NFL. There's a million reasons to be mad at them. If you're waiting for confirmation so you can get mad at the NFL, great. What you doing Sunday? What you doing for week 18, wild card weekend, divisional round? How upset are you willing to be over this? And I I think all that matters is that the brother pulls through and that it's not the worst case scenario. And it's not what I know everyone feared last night. Right. Um, That's what that's what the main concern needs to be. The rest of the stuff will get will get worked out over time. Um, what happens? It, it, you know, I, I I do think the NFL was trying to go over a variety of things last night in that time period. I think there was a time period where the game was canceled, and they knew the game was canceled, and and all parties that needed to know knew. Mm-hmm. We didn't. The viewer didn't, but they did, and they were in the, because there are things that you have to ask yourself. If you're the, the 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 NFL, can this game get played again? Is Buffalo leaving? Like, if we end this game, is Buffalo going home? Mm-hmm. If 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 Demar Hamlin gets to the hospital and pops out of bed and he's great, will will Buffalo be able to play tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Uh, if we can't play tomorrow, do we play Wednesday? When can this game get played? Is there a situation where this game can't get played? These are questions the league has to ask themselves. And we can frame this, you know, about being sensitive towards a player and all these different things. And that's fine. But the league also, they have to answer to ESPN and Monday Night Football Mm -hmm. and those people that spent, those businesses that spent two, three, four, five million dollars for a 30 second commercial to air during. Those are all, they can't go, I don't know. Right. They have to have those answers. So they were probably discussing those things before they told us exactly what was happening, before they realized. We're not going to do anything with this game until we know if Demar Hamlin is okay. Yeah, and nothing. I don't think, and I think we learned a little bit of that today. This game isn't being scheduled this week, and there's question of whether it's going to be rescheduled at all. And I think it will all depend on what happens and over the course of the next few hours or few days. And honestly, I think I think it should just end up being a tie. Just make it a tie. And to be honest with you. Like, if that leads to Kansas City getting a one seed, like, who who really cares? Like, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. I know we're talking about people's careers and all this other stuff, and these guys, you know, worked hard to get a one seed or have a best chance at a Super Bowl. But at the end of the day, who who really cares? Like, it's that's it. It's not that it. big of it a deal. Matter. If yeah. a team gets a one seed because of a tie, or not, just make it a tie. Don't make these guys play again don't put any more possible stress on their bodies again Mm -hmm. you know by saying oh well the Chiefs game went a certain way so you guys are gonna have to play on Monday and you know like I I don't even know how you would do that to figure out just end in a tie and whatever happens with the standings because of that happens and that's the that's probably another aspect especially in the NFL I think it's discussed way more in the NBA than it is in the NFL. And that's when you're talking about player safety, which we have discussed and acknowledge on this show regularly is it's, it's a farce Mm -hmm. as it pertains to the NFL. This isn't real, but if you're going to wave the player safety flag, you have to start including mental health into that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, the league not only has to have discussions about, 
about last night's game. They need to have discussions about this weekend's game. Mm-hmm. Games, plural, all of them. Um, they they have to plan for every scenario, uh, and that's it's it's unfortunate to think about. But again, Roger Goodell makes sixty million dollars right. to deal with these problems and to deal with these questions and concerns, and those are things that he he has to do. And there's a lot that has to be taken into account. This is again, this is the Week 18 game. Mm-hmm. This is the final. This this is the added game. This is the new you know week in the NFL. Um, and here we are. Heading into that final week, talking about player safety. Did you? Did I mean? Do you, I'm, I'm 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 asking. Do you recognize the hypocrisy in that? Yeah. We're talking about player safety, in which we're questioning whether an individual died in front of us last night. Heading into a league mandated week eighteen. Do with that whatever you, you can do with that whatever you want. But I just want everybody to recognize the hypocrisy in this whole thing. The um, the other thing that I heard about, uh, like when you talked about they knew the game was over or was canceled or whatever, but they, you know, they were working things out before they let everybody else know. And this made sense. I didn't even think about it. Um, for whatever the ambulance needed to do or the hospital, whatever they, I think, I think it was Greeny again. And he said, somebody that's done these things for a living said, you know, you don't want to announce to seven to 70,000 people. The game is over. Mm -hmm. And so who you're trying to get to that, where they need to go is there and there's no roadblocks for them. So, that goes to the point where and you part of the about. reporting was from people there mm-hmm. was that the ambulance didn't actually leave right away mm-hmm. after it left the field. They obviously they're working on Demar De- De- Hamlin in the, in, the, in the ambulance. They were trying to get his mother mm-hmm. out of That's the stands. Right. That's right. To yeah. so I I don't know I, I know there's a timeline. There was a timeline on ESPN television um, about when the ambulance. Left, you know, chronicling everything in, in when the ambulance left. It wasn't a terribly long time, mm-hmm. but it was uh, it was after it was around the time I think the players started walking. You know, after the coaches met and decided to walk back to the locker room, it was I think it was around that time that it finally left. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's you know that's an additional six seven eight minutes or, or right. whatever it was. Right, um, just making sure you get. Out of the stadium, getting who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know how far away the hospital is from it was the two stadium. miles. Yeah, so you know that Stefan Diggs took an well. Uber there from 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 the reporting. I saw that, that was the other thing too. I I mean, I think Buffalo left, but there were reports earlier that they left, and then I was watching SVP, and they were all at the hospital. Yeah, so yeah, I I'm not I haven't followed up with those same reporters this morning. Um but the, the I, I, one stood out was that Buffalo is going home, mm-hmm. like they're not staying in in Cincinnati. They're they're flying home. Obviously, there will be people who stay uh, with Demar and his family. But they there were shots of the bus at the at the the stadium for a really really long time, mm-hmm. and I, I I wonder if the discussion was maybe we shouldn't leave. Uh, ultimately, I, I again, I haven't followed up with those uh, those reporters I was following last night to see if they left. Yeah, or... and I'm not um, I'm not criticizing anybody when I say this. I'm just saying that that's probably would have been like my thought. Like I don't well, want to leave. There's also there, there's probably a, a you know there's probably an uncomfortable discussion to be had with the team where someone in the know whether it be a family member, someone has to explain to them, it's really nice you want to be here. There's literally nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. You need to go home and be with your family. Mm-hmm. And the second we can get them out of here, we will. But there's you would literally just be sitting here yeah. away from your family, who's probably traumatized by this too. Yeah, who, who Some of them probably know tomorrow. But, like, right. Your, your family members know, know the man. Right. So... 
Uh, let's get Sean in here. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Phone lines always open for you. Uh, what's happening, Sean? Yo, my brother, some another mother. Shout out Jesse Bond, the boys. First and foremost, man, prayers, man, prayers and best wishes to Hamlin, man. That was the scariest thing I've ever seen on the field ever, mm. ever, man. In all my years on this earth, man, that that by far kind of took the cake. Um, and, and I just wanted to add to the conversation y'all was having, man, the hypocrisy of the NFL forcing these guys into a week 18 game or at least uh, 18 weeks now of football and, and not knowing how to react when something like this happens. On top of all that, man, like, you know, talking to, to, to former players like Ephraim Salam, Sacramento uh, native, uh, they still don't get lifetime insurance for after they retire, man. Mm. These guys are limited to, I think, like seven years after they retire and have to, you know, figure out the rest of their injuries for the rest of their life after that. So, you know, until you start fixing those things, until these players see the kind of power they have when they uh, unite and get on the same page for their rights like they did last night and and stop the game, until they do that in the offseason and get those new contracts to where they have built-in protection, you'll continue to see this stuff happen, man. This this organization, this this NFL is way too big. They, They make way too much money to not make sure these players' safety is taken care of. Um, I did want to ask y'all, you know, i got to ask a question. It's not going to be too much off the rails. But have y'all ever seen anything like this in all y'all years? I mean, the closest thing I could think of, and it's not even in the same the same frame, is when the Kings and, uh, and uh, was it Utah a couple years ago had to stop their play because of the pandemic, and everybody wasn't taking that seriously at the time. So that's all I got. Y'all, y'all keep it real peasy. Prayers up to my man Hamlin. Yeah, much love, Sean. Appreciate you, big dog, as always. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never seen anything like this. I don't remember uh, Hank Gathers. I, I know the yeah. story, but yeah. I don't, I don't remember it. I, I didn't, I didn't watch that. Um, vaguely remember Reggie Lewis. I know he. I remember Reggie Lewis really, he really didn't well. Pass away from that moment. He passed away later. Right? You've got them mixed up. Hank Gathers passed out twice. Reggie Lewis. So Reggie Lewis, he he did. He had one. You didn't know what you were looking at. The one in the garden. The, the one in the I garden, know. right. That's so, the one I know. But he didn't pass away from he that one. He didn't pass away from that one. He bar- He didn't even really, like, pass out. He didn't do what Hank Gathers did. Mm. He almost, like, it looked like he tripped. Mm. And he kind of sat there for a minute like, the hell just happened? And he got up and, you know, I, 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 I did call a timeout, went to, went to the sideline, whatever. And it was during a, it was like a pickup game, or, or it might have even been a practice mm-hmm. that he not not a Celtics practice. This this was I think this was something like a, he was just playing basketball, mm-hmm. uh, where he it happened again, and this time it, it 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 took him. I remember that. I remember hearing he passed away from Davy D and Ebro. Mm-hmm. I remember it. I don't know why. I just remember that really really vividly. Um, I didn't see. We got tagged in the clip of the hockey player that a lot yeah, of people were referencing. Yeah. I, 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 I saw I that tag in, in the doctor. Um, I forgot who it was. I wish I would have kept that because he, he had a lot of good information. He referenced him specifically. Uh, had kind of the same thing happen. You know, went through whatever uh, recovery he needed and he ended up coming back playing. So he's like, "That's a, that's a, you know, a sign, you know, of hope that it can happen. You know, you can come back from this and." live a normal life and possibly in some cases resume your career. Um, it just all depends on how these things go. I'm not going to pretend to be super familiar with this Christian Erickson thing, but I actually saw this. Jesse, go ahead. Yeah, that one was scary. He went into cardiac arrest that time too, and they had to get the defibrillator. Defibrillator. And it was on the field. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it just happened like on the field. I remember. So, so I remember this because I had the TV on and it was on, I think it was ESPN. It had to have been. It was on ESPN. And the announcers were, the, it was the studio team. It was really somber. What the hell is going on? And I rewound it. And, you know, then you learn what 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 happened. Um, of course, that's in, you know, the year so many strange things uh, happen. But I... I wasn't, um, wasn't Reggie Lewis in the playoffs? The one that he the didn't pass away from. Yeah, the one at yeah, the Garden was, was in the playoffs. playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is um, yeah, yeah. It's just you know. And I became I became enthralled with the Hank Gathers story because they, they I remember they did a movie mm-hmm. and it was like a made for TV movie. It was on Channel Thirty One, <laughs> and uh, that's where I was kind of introduced to it. Yeah. And obviously, learning about it, the you know they they had a thirty for thirty. It wasn't necessarily on Hank, but it was on. 
Loyola Marymount. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, those things are, you know, always, um, so scary because like we mentioned earlier, what we saw last night, I, you know, pardon the term, but it was the perfect storm for that to happen. Like some of the doctors who have talked about it, like there is a less than a split second where all these things have to line up. Like your heart beat has to be in a certain spot. Um, the force to the chest has to be a certain amount. It can't just be somebody tapping on your chest. Like it has to be a certain amount of force and the window for that to happen is it's that almost, it's almost impossible. Like we see it, but it's, it's so rare, you know, it's, it's just something that you, you can't really plan for or, or anticipate. That's what makes it even scarier. Cause you know, we see, we see that tackle, you know, mm-hmm. a thousand times. And, and he, he, yeah, that's the, he was the initiator. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was defenseless coming. It's not the things that we're used to seeing in the NFL where it's like, that needs to be changed. That needs to be changed. This needs to be changed. It was a tackle mm-hmm. that he initiated. And how, how many more times, like how many times could that happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just still prayers up, man. Just still prayers up, man. And, uh, and wishing the best for him and his family. Can't say it enough. The NFL has essentially, to a certain degree, kind of gone silent today. Um, I don't believe... Oh, I, 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 I stand corrected. There's only a handful... There's a handful of games that haven't had times announced because they depended on the outcome of last night's game, but they've announced the schedule for the Week 18 games, which always get announced uh, after the Week 17 games uh, are finished or whenever most of them are finished. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how this week shakes out for the NFL. Uh, I I don't have a lot of confidence in them. There's already a lot of – I understand ESPN standing behind their reporting – I didn't even take what Troy Aikman – I keep saying Troy Aikman, I'm sorry. I didn't even take what Joe Buck said as a report. I just mm-hmm. thought he was relaying – You know, the, the, the way the article laid it out is how I envisioned in my head. Like the rules analyst says this is what you do. Yeah. And it's th- – But, but that, there's a lot of lacking context right, in it's that. It's still a little vague, right? Like what – even the rules analyst who's in direct communication with the NFL, like did he – did the NFL say, no, you guys have to start in five minutes, or does he say, in these situations? You have right, that's and that's not different. the same thing. Yeah. yeah, it's not the same thing, um, which is why I feel like. I think, I mean, I, I think they sh- not us because we're doing it. I'm just saying, like, people just kind of need to let it go because we're not going to know. And it, well, again, it, right. like you You're mentioned right. earlier, like, it's not going to change anything. Yeah, it's not going to matter. Uh, we're not going to do power rankings or anything like that today because it's dumb. Um, we all know it's dumb. So we'll come back. We'll keep, uh, you know, DeMar Hamlin's up on our Twitter feed. If we can relay information, if there's any information to relay to you, uh, we will. We will talk more sports um, when we return, including your Sacramento Kings. I know we talked a little bit about that that Warriors win last night. You should probably acknowledge what – LeBron James is doing right now as well. Mm. We're going to see LeBron at the end of the week. It's all coming up here on Sacramento Sports Leaders. Stilo and Casey on ESPN 1320. Stilo and Casey continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Is that... um Back here, Elon and KC. Yeah. Show in progress, baby. Show in progress. Check in on YouTube, on Twitch, on um, Facebook Live, Facebook baby. Facebook Live. New year, new me. Yeah. <laughs> you can check in. The show never ends, as we always talk about. But you were talking about the time Owen Hart passed away. Is that on the network? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So the, wow. the pay-per-view, yeah, I couldn't figure that one either. The pay-per-view wow. is on the network. Anything surrounding that is cut out, and I, it's there. I, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. But has, yeah, has Vince there. ever talked about that? Never. 
He no, he hasn't. But for like ten years, he was sued. So or maybe not ten years, but for a, a, a long, well past ninety nine, might have been four or five years, he was sued. Um, even even as the uh, company was sued, I didn't say Vince McMahon personally, but the WWE. Even as uh, you know, sinister, and some would say evil as Vince is. I gotta believe if you asked Vince today, he said we probably shouldn't have done it that way. They, they, yeah, I, I completely agree. And well, we know that because, unfortunately, the time they did make the decision to cancel the show, it bit him in the ass. Mm. They canceled the night Chris, the Chris Benoit stuff happened, mm. and they went. You know, Vince stood in the ring and gave this, you know, emotional that was speech crazy. to no one. You know, the arena's empty, and then they air what I think was a Chris Benoit DVD at the time. Mm-hmm. And as that DVD is airing, the, the truth is out. trickling out. Oof. And it's like the one time you think you're doing the right thing, right. and you actually made it worse. That was after Owen, too, right? It was after Owen, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was after Owen, and it was after Eddie. Oh, my God. Owen's oh, – oh, I've always been sympathetic to to Vince in in the Owen Hart thing only because everyone says everyone has the ability to say what they would do and what they would do what they would do and obviously it's it's scary it's traumatic I, the the live audience probably wasn't really sure what they were watching for the mm-hmm. first few minutes in fact there's there's reactions that the crowd like popped cuz they thought it was fake mm-hmm. until they realized it wasn't uh, there's a story that the rock wanted to run out there and check on him and Vince had to say Rock, you could do what you want, but if you run out there, the crowd's going to react, mm-hmm. and no one's going to know what's happening if you do that. And Vince had to figure out what to do in that moment with a live crowd, a live show. I don't know. The thing I could always, I just always, how did you not know he was gone? Mm-hmm. He literally, I always look at arenas, dude. It's the weird, just having watched that show. I always like I look at next time you're at the Golden One Center, just look at it. Just look up at, at, at the scoreboard. Jeez. And he fell from there. How did you think it was any other result but the obvious one? That's the part where I always right. get hung up on Vince not not ending that show. Um mm. but we all say what we would do, you know? And we I don't know. You know, we we scramble when our Comrex goes down, let alone <laughs> <laughs> Let alone like a decision like that to be yeah. made or decision like last night or something like that. So, I mean, a decision that, it, you know, it, it impacts like, you know, th- there's there's stuff the NFL has to figure out. You've got to refund mm-hmm. 80, you know, 60, 70. I don't know how many people fit in Cincinnati. You've, you've got to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got TV partners. You've got, there's there's an there's an uncomfortable business aspect to this. Mm-hmm. You have to discuss mm-hmm. as a business owner. And there there's there still is. There still is right like, exactly like I I don't know what to do right, but your season has to be played. I'm not like this is where I kind of like I do understand what Skip was saying in the in the tweet we talked about it earlier. I don't know the answer. I'm just saying like you you have a season that has to be concluded, and how do you go about that? On top of my head right now, like I just told you, just make it a tie. Don't have these guys yep. come back and play. But even with that, Buffalo's got to play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. This is six days after what they just saw. Like, how are they going to be okay? And you have to, as Roger Goodell and everybody else, you've got to say, I understand that, guys, but you you got to play. Or not, like, or forfeit, but we, we – the way our schedule is, we we don't. I I was thinking about this last night. I guess they have, technically, they have a week to play with, because, because of the week of the, before the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So if they, you know, wanted to push everything back one week, you would just eliminate that week between the championship games and the Super Bowl. This but even then, league, that's probably money too. This is a league that once played. A game on a Wednesday Sounds right. during the pandemic. They pushed. I, f- I don't remember if it was the Ravens. They pushed a Wasn't game. It the Steelers. Or something I, that's like I that? get the Steelers. I, 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 I kept Steelers thinking about the Steelers. 
they pushed a game back like a till till literally the day before the next week started. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. I, I I don't know what the answer is because I think there are things to be determined. If the worst thing happens, you can't play football this weekend. No, no, no. And I don't. And then and I, I think you're going to have a hard time with Buffalo. Yeah. You know, if, 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 even if it's not the worst thing, even if it's the best thing, I think you're going to have a hard time with Buffalo. You might have a hard time with Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. You might have a hard time with every team in the league at this moment because no matter how tough you are, no matter how long you've been in the league, you're you're dumbfounded right now because that didn't happen on red zone. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen at 10 a.m. on 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 Sunday. That was Monday night football, arguably the biggest game of the year. Everybody saw it, and you are stuck and feeling hopeless because of what you watched. There's a a lot to be considered over the next few days about whether games are played on Sunday or not. If you're you're a football player, the thing that comes to me, to, to my mind, is there's no way you can prepare for that. What happened to him? There's no way you can no. protect against it or prepare yeah. for it. There's yeah. nothing you can do, and that's that's the terrifying part. Yeah, nobody did anything wrong in that situation. Yep. So, nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Let's get to our brother Ramsey. Ramsey, what's happening? Not too much. Happy New Year, and getting into that money aspect. Here's the sad and kind of ugly issue with the NFL. NFL wants to keep continuing because they know that's the number one sport that spent money on in Las Vegas and other and other places where it's gambled on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. And that's the one thing that we hadn't talked about is the gambling aspect of it. No. Um, I think, you know, you just kind of, you know, give people their money back for this game as if it didn't happen or, or anything like that. Um but that's that's a real issue. That's a real for some, mm-hmm. for some people. That's mm-hmm. a real issue. No, for sure. You know how do how do we? It's go an about issue this? for the league because mm-hmm. these companies are in bed together now. This isn't like a dirty underworld anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's FanDuel commercials airing every five minutes. These are essentially partners at this point. Yeah, and 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 that goes for like. Um, just the 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 bare basics of the gambling. You got the game, but then you got hundreds of million dollars on season totals. What does this do for that? Mm-hmm. Because if you put this as a tie, you know some somebody's gonna say, well, you know, and they lose it by one game. They lose fifty thousand dollars off of one game that wasn't played. Like that's not that doesn't seem fair, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, the, you call this game a draw. I had the bills over for the win total or whatever, and I'm out my money because a game that didn't get played. So then these sports books, then you say, all right, we'll just give them money back, give the money back to the, the person. Well, now they're taking a hit. So, Again, these are all questions that have to be asked, yeah. and it, 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 it's it's the absolute appropriate response for the NFL to say publicly – our concerns are with Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin. Those are that's 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 those are our concerns, and that's our discussion. Mm-hmm. When those doors shut, you better fit. You gotta. You got. You've 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 got to. You have to go through every single scenario. Yeah. Best case, worst case, worst worst case. Like you, you have a lot. You've got to go through because there's a if the if if the reports are true that the NFL wanted them to play and the players and the coaches essentially said no, you have to start having conversations about, okay, this might not be the last time this happens. Mm-hmm. It could happen this week. It could happen tomorrow. Someone could say, no, we're not, we're not playing this week. I'm telling you now. There's a story that was out there. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard the story before, but Herm Edwards was on TV this morning, and, and Herm wasn't telling the story, but someone was – was telling it in regards to Herm Edwards that in in New York in September in 2001 
he called the league before they canceled it. He said, we're not playing. We're not playing this week because we can't practice. Mm -hmm. Like we showed up at practice and I just sent my guys home. So I'm not going to ask them to come back and I'm not going to ask them to play. You guys do what you want to do, but we're not playing football. That's why I get so frustrated with, with these players, with the collective uh, bargaining agreement. You guys have so much power. The NFL has the NFL players have so much power, but they so often act spineless. They act like they don't. It's one of the weakest players associations in professional sports. They're locked into this thing for 10 years. 10 years with the economy changing the way that it is. They are locked into this deal. No matter how much money those guys make, that is bad business. The NFL could be charging $3 million per spot this year and $50 million in year seven. Mm-hmm. Now, the revenue gets split. The revenue, the revenue split doesn't change, so it's not like players don't see that money. Mm-hmm. But their split is always on the low end of all sports, always. real sports. I'm not talking like UFC and all this other stuff where – Th- those dudes see. are played on a day-to-day well, basis. They may be hitting the new balls, hopefully. But but everything else is in the it's 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 close to fifty. It's close. It's not exact, but it's close. Except the NFL. The other NFL is always the furthest one away. Always. It's like why don't you guys understand this? And that, and that's why because I don't know. If, I can't remember if it was on air or during the break, but people were in the comments talking about um, Dominic Foxworth. And and what he was talking about uh, this morning on some of the ESPN platforms about you know don't get upset when we ask for more money and it was just a it was a weird time to have that conversation and to make that statement um, speaking about money but that's why I would tell him well unfortunately Dominic this is what your peers signed up for mm-hmm. like you didn't have to do this and then the other upsetting thing about this and I'm not here to to blame anybody or anything it's just very disappointing is and I feel bad for all these people who did participate there were so many players who just didn't vote yep Yep. they just didn't vote and I remember when this was going on and I feel like the representatives and everybody like were really pushing like hey this is really important guys like Mm -hmm. we all need to be a part of this and I can't remember the exact number but the number of players who just didn't vote was astonishing. I met a guy recently who told me that he spends roughly $250,000 a month. I talked to another person recently who made $50 million at the age of 30. What do you do with that money? How do you spend it? How do you not spend it? What do you invest in? If you meet a rich person, these are questions everyone wants to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. That's the whole premise of MoneyWise. We talk to real people who have made a significant amount of money, and we ask them all about their finances. My name's Sam Parr, and the podcast is called MoneyWise. That's one word, money-wise. You can find MoneyWise wherever you get your podcasts.